Well, y'all, I'm so excited. We've been in this series called Hashtag Goals. And, um, and so I want to go over real quick, before I give you our last goal, I'd like to go over real quick what our goals have been. Paul says, I press on towards the goal. Everybody say the goal. The goal. So Paul had a goal that he was pressing on towards in order to see, he, what he was saying is, I'm not done. Everybody say, I'm not done. I'm not done. I haven't reached that place. I press on towards the goal for which God has called me. So I have given you this month so far four goals, and I need you to help me out. What was goal number one? Oh, not your goals, our goals. <laughs> you guys learned your goals better than our church did. Everybody say, take more risks. Okay, goal number one was take more risks. Here's what we're not going to do at Clawson this year. We're not going to play it safe. We're not going to play it safe. We're going to step out in faith. We're going to follow the Lord and his Holy Spirit wherever he is leading us. We are, we are going to take more risks. Somebody say amen. amen. Goal number two, Pastor Kevin Priest, we are going to be more consistent than we've ever been before because the fruit begins to bloom with consistency. The more that I'm grounded, the more that I'm rooted, the more that God's fruit begins to come into my life. Somebody say amen. So we're going to take more risks. We're going to be more consistent than we've ever been before. Number three, we are not going to back down. We're not going to back down from truth. If the Bible says it, that is truth. It doesn't matter what other churches are going against truth. It doesn't matter what our culture is saying. We are going to stand. We're not going to back down from truth. We're not going to back down from what is right. The Bible says to know what is right and to do it not is sin. Somebody say, I'm going to do what's right. And we're not going to back down when God challenges us with hard things. So we're, we're going to take more risks. We're going to be consistent. We're not going to back down. Week, week number four, last week, our fourth goal, we're going to give more. Why? Because Jesus said, give and it will be given unto you. Last week, I told you that the, the, the way that we become more like God is to become more generous. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he... He gave, he gave, he was generous and gave his son to us so that we could have eternal salvation, so that we could have life here on earth and here in heaven. And if he gave to us, he's called us to give. Goal number five, last one. Number five, this year, 2023. Goal number five is we're gonna party, y'all. We're gonna party. If you have spent any time at all at Clawson, then you know one of the things that I say all the time is let's party. But our value, we got a value here at Clawson, and here's what the value is. This is where the party starts. For some of you, you might be like, what in the world? Why is that a goal at church? This is where the party starts. Like, I may have done that when I was 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, but that doesn't seem like it should be a value in church. That's because you don't understand. Let me help you to understand a little bit. Listen, this is where the party starts. Somebody say Amen. So every time somebody gets saved, the Bible says that there is a party going on in heaven. And I believe if there's a party going on in heaven, we should be having a party on earth. Every time somebody gets baptized, we should be partying and celebrating with them. Every time somebody gets healed, every time God provides, every time God has a miracle take place, this should be a place where we are partying for Jesus. Psalms chapter 118 and verse 24 says, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice. Somebody say rejoice. rejoice. Somebody say let's party. let's party. I will rejoice and be glad in it. 
Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. Somebody say always. Again, I say rejoice. You know what? You know what happens when we begin? And this is what I've been praying over our church family this morning, that as we are partying today, as we are celebrating what God is doing today, that we would have a spirit of victory that would sweep out on our church. Because when you are rejoicing and when you are celebrating, instead of being anxious, instead of being worried, instead of being depressed, when you are celebrating, you become victorious. Your faith builds the more that you celebrate. When I celebrate what God has done, it reminds me of who God's going to be in the future. Amen. God's going to shake it up. One of the ways that we celebrate here at Clawson is we like to, we like to testify about what God is doing. I don't know about you, but when I hear about somebody's life being absolutely transformed, it just makes the hair on my arm stand up. It gets me excited. It's like the Holy Spirit's doing something new in me. Anybody else? And so listen, over the past four weeks, I've been watching the Holy Spirit move in somebody's life, and I want him to share with you. Would you give it up for my boy Scott as he comes? Come on, Scott. Come on, y'all. We could do better than that. What's up, dude? Love you, man. Have a seat. Okay, Scott. Yeah, it's, it's a party. <laughs> Scott, I want you real quick to tell us a little bit about yourself. Probably since you've only been coming for like four weeks, there's not a whole lot of people that know your story, where you've been. I want to just briefly tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe some of your history, where you were at mentally when you came to Clawson, and then what God's been doing recently in your life. Mentally, uh it wasn't too good. I had a fellow show up at my house. Family member of mine, I'm not going to throw him under <coughs> the bus, but uh, invited me to church. I was an alcoholic. Drinking 15 to 30 pack a day, there was no problem. You know, I was looking to uh, every day for the alcohol. And mentally in my mind, you know, it was going to a dark place where I didn't want to be here no more. Then this, this fellow took me to this church right here. It's awesome. Amen. That's not enough amens there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, he put a bunch of people, a few people in my life, and I want to recognize them. Susie, thank you. Josh, Casey, awesome. You got one more. She's at home. She don't know how to stay off her leg. Catherine, we love you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, in between all this, you know, February fourteenth, two thousand nineteen, I was uh, diagnosed with uh, stage three renal cell carcinoma cancer. I was an offshore superintendent, went through having everything to having nothing. I thought it was nothing, but God was still in my life. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm starting, you know, you got to crawl before you can walk. Along with all that, you know, I L405 disc busted, you know, got that going on, neuropathy, diabetes. But you know what? It's not the pain that, that I'm going through, it's what Jesus Christ went through for us. That's right. He went through way more pain, so I'm not going to sit here and whine about it. I'm just going to, you know, it's hard he gave me, I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share with everybody. It's good. So, so you told me that uh, right before you came to Clawson, you were, you were suicidal, you were thinking about taking your life, everything that was going on. And um, uh, can you share who invited you? Like, uh, how, did you, how did you get here? What that looked like? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and throw him on the bus. David Andler. <laughs> 
Hey, can I just put a plug real quick? Real quick, y'all. Did you know that 80 people will go to church with someone that they know 80% of the time if they are invited? And if they're invited by somebody that they don't know, they will only go 6% of the time. If you know people, my brother, thank you for inviting him. 80% of the time. The reason that he's changed, the reason that his life is on fire, he sends me a message every morning, y'all, a voice message every morning. Hey, preacher, I'm on fire for Jesus. And he starts praying for me. You know why I get that? Because you invited him to church. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for allowing the light of Jesus to shine in you. Church family, we got to, if we love the people in our life that we know are not following Jesus, we got to knock back down. I wasn't going to preach this one, but we got to not back down because their life, their eternity, heaven and hell, that line, it could be up to you. Amen. Amen. So he brought you to church. God has been changing your life. How long has it been since you had a drink? You said you were drinking the 15, 30 pack a day. Four and a half weeks now, almost five weeks. Okay, I got two more questions. I always ask this question just because I'm always curious. What's your favorite thing about this church? The love. (laughs) The spirit. The love and the spirit. Anybody feel the spirit of God in this place? Amen. Amen. My last question. Okay, so you've had this, and I've watched it for the last four weeks. You've had this life transformation take place in your life. God is just rocking your world you, you got struggles. There's things that are going on, but God is rocking your world. My question is, will you ever go back to the place that you were before Jesus? Never. <laughs> Come on, give it up for Scott this morning. <laughs> Listen, church family. <laughs> can, can I be honest with you? When those kind of things are happening, it's time to party. It's time to party. And listen, I'm giving you this goal. Let's party. You know why? Because at Clawson Assembly of God, we are expecting some more of that to happen this year. We're expecting that when we invite people that don't know Jesus to come to church, just like my brother said, that the Gideon shared with the little boy, and the little boy went home and shared with mom, and mom's life got transformed. If we as God's people will start repping Jesus Christ in our words and with our life, it'll transform our community. And that means, because it's going to happen, because we're going to see more lives transformed this year. Because we're going to see more deliverance this year. We're going to see more addicts set free in this church than we have ever seen in the past this year. And it's going to be a year that we're going to party. Y'all, I need something to drink. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm screaming at (coughs) y'all. All right, y'all, now I need to tell you something hard, okay? I, f- I feel like the Lord spoke to me this morning, and uh, the word he- that he gave me is that it's my job to push you this year. You know, it's <laughs> I don't love to push you sometimes because sometimes it makes you mad at me. 
But I feel like that the Lord spoke to me this morning as we're moving into February. February is going to be the deepest and the hardest month that our church has ever seen as far as spiritually. We're going, we're battling and having spiritual warfare like we've never seen in our church in the month of February. And I want you to know that it's coming. I want you to know that it's probably more important for you to come to the four weeks of February than any other time in this year. Because what we're going to be dealing with, the Lord spoke to me and said, is, it is a, remember, remember we had that word that it was going to be a new wine season, and part of it was that when you pour wine into an old wineskin, it busts because it cannot be stretched. And so God's saying, I'm, I'm, I'm shedding things off of you so that you can be stretched. So he was telling us at that time, get ready because this is going to be a stretching season. And this morning in my prayer time, the Lord spoke to me and said, I need you in February to push them. I need you because the amount that they allow themselves to be stretched is going to be the amount that I'm going to be able to pour back into them. And so what you receive in this series that we're going to be talking about in February is going to be completely up to how much you allow God to stretch you this month. So let me give you a little piece of what this is going to look like. Y'all ready? It's a lot, y'all. God has been dealing with a lot of different things. We are going to jump into the supernatural realm like we have never seen and jumped into the supernatural realm. Uh, February, the title of the series is going to be called Spring Cleaning. Everybody say Spring Cleaning. And I felt like that what the Lord spoke to me this morning is that this is going to be a time of purifying and cleaning my church. Amen. Amen. Before you say amen, get ready. Challenges are coming. So challenge number one. Everybody say challenge number one. Does anybody believe in fasting and prayer? <laughs> okay, I'm asking you as a church family. I've never done this before. I've, I've, I've been like, hey, will you please fast with me? I'm asking you to fast with me for this month. Why? Because the things that we're believing that God is going to do this month is bigger than the things that I've ever believed that God was going to do. And if you will fast and pray with me, I believe God's going to do them. Okay, so this is what it looks like. This is what I felt like the Spirit spoke to me. I was actually going to fast food for the first week and then just kind of let the Holy Spirit lead me for the rest of the time. But I felt like that the Spirit spoke to me this morning or God spoke to me, His Spirit spoke to me this morning. And here's what He said. I want you to do a purity fast just like Daniel. And, and, and when we talk about Daniel and we talk about fasting, usually you would think just, just what's going into my mouth. So here's what the Lord spoke to me, and this is the challenge that I want to give to you. It's a big challenge, y'all. Everybody say big. Okay, I'm asking you, starting next Sunday, going into Monday, to do a purity fast with me, and this is what that looks like. I'm asking you to put things into your body that are clean, like a Daniel fast. I'm asking you to only put things into your eyes that are clean. In other words, I'm not going to Facebook for the month of February. I'm not watching the news for the month of February. All it is is lies anyways. I, I'm, not, I'm not watching Netflix for the, I'm gonna watch The Chosen for the month of February. Listen, what I felt like the Lord spoke to me is, I want you to take everything in Babylon and that influences the people that influence in Babylon, just like in the American culture. And I want you to wipe that out in everything that goes in your ears, everything that goes in your eyes, and everything that goes in your mouth. I want it to be clean. And I want you to purify your life. You know what? That's hard. 
That means when I go home at night with the missus, I don't get to watch the series that we watch because they're secular. I don't get to drink energy drinks. Yeah, it's going to be a hard month. But listen, stay with me here, please. Here's what I believe. And this is what the Lord spoke to me. His people are in bondage and we don't even know it. We're in bondage. You, you, ever, you ever find yourself constantly doing something wrong and like you plead the blood of Jesus over it 100,000 times and you still find yourself going back and doing that wrong thing? Here's what Robert Moore said, and I thought this was so good. He probably got it from somebody else. But he said, you cannot, you cannot deliver the flesh, and you cannot disciple a demon. Now listen to me. There are influences that are influencing our lives that we have opened doors to, either through witchcraft or through music or through the news or through lies or through sexuality or through drugs. There are influences that we have in our lives, unforgiveness that we have not let go of, that we are still in bondage in. And I believe that God is saying this is a time of purification where if my people will purify themselves, I'm going to break that bondage. But listen, it is completely up to you. The amount with which you give is going to be the amount with which God gives back unto you. That's scripture. And so as we're getting ready for February, I'm just going to let you know. I'm going to go ahead and give you some of the messages real quick. I got 10 minutes. Okay. The first message, I'm going to talk about being under the influence. I'm going to talk about how we open doors in our life for de y'all. Demons are real. Can I be real with you? Demons are real. Satan is real. And we are in a real battle. Satan wants you to go to hell. Jesus wants you to live in victory and go to heaven. And that battle is going on in your life. And so many believers are failing. Believers are failing in the war because they're living in bondage. And so I believe with all my heart that God has been stirring this up in me because he wants to set us free. And so I'm asking you, church family, this is one of those series that you do not want to miss. For week one, under the influence, we're going to talk about the demonic realm. We're going to talk about the angelic realm. We're going to talk about how we open up doors in our lives for demonic things to take place, for spirits to oppress or possess us, all of those types of things. Week number two, we're going to dive into spirits. We're going to dive into demons. We're going to dive into the enemy and how he works and what that looks like. The Bible says you need to know your enemy. You need to know how he works and you need to know your ally and you need to know how he works. And so we're going to talk about the enemy and how he works. We're going to talk about your ally and how he works. We're going to talk about how you can get victory. Week number three, we're going to talk about healing. I am believing as we are fasting and praying and purifying ourselves that that day people are going to be physically healed. They're going to be spiritually healed. They're going to be mentally healed and they're going to be emotionally healed that day. And then week number four, we're going to talk about deliverance. We're going to talk about those things, generational curses, soul ties. We're going to talk about those things that have, have caused us to not be, that, that we thought maybe it was just our flesh, but it's actually something that's influencing us. And how do we get delivered and rid of those things? 
And we're going we're gonna to get free of bondage Hallelujah. in the month of February. Come on, give God some glory. <laughs> so that's where we're going next month. Um, a worship team, would you step out and come, come join me up on the stage? That's where we're going next month. It's going to be the, uh, the most intense probably month that I've ever preached. Pray for me, y'all. And I'm going to pray for you. Here's why I say that. When you start enlightening people on the enemy and his plans, the enemy begins to show his face. When you start realizing where the enemy's at in his life, in your life, he's going to start to show his face. He's going to come against us. That is one of the reasons I'm asking you to fast and pray because Satan is going to try to show up next month and he's going to try to stop what God is doing. But we're believing and we're celebrating what's already going to take place. I'm speaking it right now into existence and God is going to do it in the name of Jesus. Would you stand with me this morning? <coughs> Amen. Listen, it's Celebration Sunday. I wanted to end out this, this Celebration Sunday with a time of praise. Here's what the Lord spoke to me and said, your next battles that you face will be won in worship. And so I wanted to end out this morning with a time of praise. Usually we always have an altar call. If you need prayer, I'll pray with you. Come find me. I'll pray with you. But here's what I want you to do. We're going we're gonna to sing our new song. And this is, I love it. You make a way. Anybody believe that? Yeah. Where there ain't no way. Brian wrote this song. We're going to sing this song. Here's what I want to invite you to do. For this last song, with the more of you that, 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 than we had earlier, would you step out and come to the front? Can we pour our hearts out? Can we celebrate? Can we pour our worship out before the Lord and, and, and close this service this morning with a, with a time of worship and celebration and prayer? Here we go.